Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, today we're debating whether or not Islam is violent and we are starting right now. With T-Jump's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us, T-Jump. The floor is all yours. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? So the question is, is Islam violent? Um, and in order to know if an ideology is violent, the best way is to look at the people who support the ideology. If we compare crime and violence of Islamic countries to crime and violence of secular countries, we clearly see that Islamic countries are far more violent than secular countries um, in many ways. For example, the number of teen pregnancy, uh, rape, uh, child marriage, uh, abuse of women, slavery, uh, all of these are significantly higher in Muslim countries. Uh, for some reason, and maybe it has nothing to do with Islam, maybe it's just coincidence that the vast majority of world terrorism is committed by Muslims, just completely unrelated to their religious belief, even though they are literally citing their religious belief in every one of their actions. But it seems far more likely that we should just take these people at their word and they say that they're doing this in the name of Islam. Um, it doesn't really matter if our speakers like to interpret it differently, that they have a different interpretation of the Quran, doesn't make a difference because there's no way to show that their personal interpretation is any more valid than the interpretation of the terrorists. And so the terrorist interpretation, which leads to violence, is equally as valid as our opponent's interpretation. And so it is equally as likely to be a valid way to be a Muslim. And so, yes, Islam is absolutely violent. We can say it because Muslims who use the Quran as their justification act in violent ways based on the Quran. So, yes, it's violent. That's all I need to say. You got it. We'll kick it over to Armin. Thanks so much, Armin. The floor is all yours, who is also taking the yes position, namely arguing that Islam is violent. Thanks so much, Armin. The floor is all yours. Right. So just to clarify, we're talking about unjustified violence. And yes, based, um, Islam is uh, violent, but I I rather look at scripture to, ju uh, to judge a religion rather than the people. Like I consider Christianity to also be violent, even if Christians are not violent. The scripture is violent. And, um, you know, many people within the religions don't really follow their scriptures accurately. So I think going to the scripture itself to see what the religion teaches is the best way to, to judge whether religion is, uh, has any, you know, whatever we want to say about it, like if it's violent or not or anything else, that's the, that's the source. Okay. And when it comes to Islam, the main sources of scripture are, uh, Quran and Hadith. And there's a whole bunch of disagreements over Hadith and which Hadith, like, especially in modern times, even some um, hadiths that were considered very authentic for the past 1200 years have been like some modern reformists are trying to question that because they're just horrible uh, books. Um, so just to make it keep it simple, I try to focus on the Quran because um, Muslims, do, they don't seem to have a disagreement over that at all. So if, if you just stick to the Quran, 
uh, rather than going to the hadith there's plenty of examples in the quran that shows that this is a religion that has a lot of uh, incitement to unjustified violence and usually I, I could categorize it in four different i don't know if i have time to read a couple of examples but there are verses that direct muslims to uh, kill the disbelievers uh the just i could discuss discuss what how do they justify that and how do they say that it doesn't apply to today that's the excuse for them and there's also there uh, some um, direct uh, direction of violence towards um, Mushrikeen or direction of violence towards um, for certain actions that like corruption and corruption has not been defined uh, very clearly, which may, opens the door to a lot of um, uses of the verses for, viol uh, for violence because it opens the door for any interpretation of what corruption really means. There's a lot of um, incitement to violence against women um, and also, if we include the afterlife, uh, the Quran is obsessed about uh, torturing disbelievers. So if you want to include uh, for the mere crime of not believing in Islam or in the Quran or Muhammad, um, it goes into a lot of gruesome detail about what's going to happen to um, people like me, I, especially people like me, because I'm an apostate. I used to be a Muslim and I left Islam. And the Quran is very, very clear about what happens to people who don't believe in uh, believe in a message, in the in the message of Islam. Do I have time to read some examples of these uh, violent verses? Just a couple of minutes. Now. Yep. Okay. So uh, one example is fight a fight against those who do not believe in Allah or in the last day and who who do not consider unlawful what Allah has and his messengers have made unlawful and who do not adopt the religion of truth, which is Islam, from those who were given the scripture, fight until they give the jizya willingly while they are humbled. So that was one. Um, indeed, the penalty for those who wage war against Allah and his messengers and strive upon earth, uh, corruption is, so this is the vague one, what it means by corruption, is none but that they, are, they be killed or crucified or that their hands and feet be cut off from opposite sides or that they uh, be exiled from the land. That is for them a disgrace in this world. So, and then the next one is the wife beating one which tells you that you know the last part of it is to strike your strike the woman strike the woman who are being disobedient or you fear disobedience from them there's two earlier steps but the last step if they're still disobedient if you still fear disobedience it says strike them uh, but if they obey you could um, you could forgive them so that's uh, surah 4 ayah 34 and the last one I want to read about the hereafter, about the afterlife, it says, indeed, those who disbelieve in our verses, we will drive them into a, a fire. Every time their skins are roasted through, we will replace them with other skins so they may taste the punishment. Indeed, Allah is exalted uh, in might and wise. So these are just a couple of examples. I just want to say there are hundreds, hundreds of examples for each type of these types of violence that I mentioned in the Quran. And the Quran is extremely obsessive over what will happen to people like me uh, who do not, uh, who have left us, uh, who are don't believe in the message of Allah. And it, it can't, like anybody who reads the Quran cover to cover uh, would be very clear. It is almost extremely clear about the intentions of the message of the Quran. And so a lot of Muslims will argue that this is supposed to be some of these uh, verses are supposed to be for a specific time and a specific battle. But if you actually read the Quran, you could see that the main problem that Allah has with these people is their disbelief and that th these judgments applies to all disbelievers at all time. And it's not specifically for a certain time and a certain place. Anyways. 
You got it. We'll kick it over to our Muslim side. I want to say, folks, if it's your first time here, welcome to Modern Day Debate. We are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button because we have many more juicy debates coming up. For example, at the bottom right of your screen, did dinosaurs live with man? That's coming up this Next Thursday, you don't want to miss that debate as well as others, so hit that subscribe button. And with that, thanks so much, Perfect Dawa and Rashid. The floor is all yours for your opening as well. All right, thank you, uh, James, for the opportunity. So I will start that uh, is Islam violent? It depends uh, on which Islam we talk about, <clears throat> because there are two different Islams. One is a man-made Islam based on fabricated hadiths, and one is the true Islam of Quran. <clears throat> the man-made Islam of hadiths is violent and barbaric. And as a Muslim, I'm the biggest enemy of that barbaric Islam. And I have been fighting it in 43 years. Muslims are the biggest victims of these barbarians like ISIS, Taliban, and Iranian fascist regime. On another side, the Islam of Quran is most merciful and forgiving uh, that encourages me to be patient and forgiving. Quran chapter 42, verse 43. And whoever is patient and forgives, indeed, that is of the matters requiring determination. Chapter 23, verse 96. O Muhammad, repel evil in the best manner. We are well aware of all that they say about you. Quran chapter 4, verse 135. O believers, stand firm for justice as witness for Allah, uh, even if it is against yourself, your parents or close relatives, be they rich or poor, Allah is best to ensure their interest. Refrain from following your own desires so, so that you do not act unjustly. If you uh, conceal the truth, Allah is fully aware of what you do. <clears throat> Islam is not a passive religion and has a guidance for every situation. So when people are attacked by enemies, Islam gives them the right to fight back, but that permission is only in self-defense and only as long as, uh, sorry, uh, and only as the last option and as long as uh, they fight. Quran chapter eight, verse 61. And if they incline to peace, then incline to it also and rely upon Allah. Indeed, it is he who is uh, the hearing, the known. Uh, Quran chapter 2 verse 190, fight in the cause of Allah only against those who wage war against you, but do not exceed uh, the limits. Allah does not like uh, transgressors. <clears throat> there are many more verses of, uh, uh, of Quran to read which uh, teaches us the same meaning of being merciful and forgiving. Um, Another problem that uh, leads some Muslims to extreme ideas is misinterpretation of unspecific verses of Quran. For example, the word kafir in Quran has been translated as disbelief and almost all translation translated as disbelief, which is absolutely wrong. Quran chapter 16, verse 83. They recognize the favor of Allah, then they deny it. And most of them are kafir. In this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, most of disbelievers are kafir, not all. So if kafir is disbelieved, then all of them should be kafir. Kafir is rejecting Allah's commands, which is Quran chapter 16, verse 90. Indeed, Allah orders justice 
and doing good deeds and giving to relatives and forbids immorality and, and bad deeds and oppression. Uh, he admonishes you, uh, you, uh, uh, you that perhaps you, uh, you will be reminded. So rejecting these commands, uh, <clears throat> which is doing good deeds and giving to relatives and needy and taking care of orphans and uh, is kof. Whether you believe in Allah subhanahu or not, Quran chapter 107, uh, verse 1 through verse 7. Have you seen the one who denies the religion? That is the one who repulses the orphan and does not encourage the feeding of the poor. So woe to those who pray, yet are not mindful of their prayer. <clears throat> those who only show off and refuse to give even the simplest aid. So according to Quran, those who pray but yet uh, repulse the orphans and, do, and don't feed the poor are the same as those disbelievers who do the same. Their prayers are just showing up. So a true Muslim is just the one who is merciful, forgiving, uh, being merciful, uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, giving to relatives, needy, being just and taking care of the orphans and doing all other good deeds. Thank you. With that, we'll kick it over to Rashid. Thanks so much for being with uh, us. You're muted. muted. Thanks very much. We'll kick it over to Rashid. The floor is all yours for your opening as well. Yes, uh, thank you very much for hosting me today. Um, uh, as uh, uh, Muji also said, yes, I am in the agreement that uh, it depends very much on how you, uh, you see Islam, for example. I also believe that Islam is not a monolith. That it's not one specific thing, that uh, there are definitely uh, certain violent aspects of Islam. But uh, of course, if we, are go if we want to get to the actual true uh, understanding of Islam, then we have to look at the scriptures, as uh, Amin also said, because those are what define the, the actual religion, if you like. And it depends on how people interpret it. So if people would interpret it in a negative way, and uh, then you could say that, okay, those people are have a, a violent understanding of that particular scripture or uh, of that particular ideology. But the ideology itself cannot be, it could be that the ideology itself is not violent, but people interpret it in that way. Uh, so I would go also here within the scripture itself and try to assess whether the scripture does in fact call to and uh, so unjustified violence. So uh, specifically that kind of violence that is, as I said, unjustified. And I don't believe that it does, specifically if you look at the Quran and also several hadiths, I think that there is certain uh, contradictions between uh, some of the messages that do seep through from the hadiths. And especially, uh, if you compare them with what the Quran is actually trying to tell you or the message of the Quran, and you have to look at it as an overall message. Uh, you can't just say, is Islam violent? No. Uh, you have to look at it as a whole. For example, if you're looking at the scripture itself, uh, the Quran, you can't just take this verse says uh, this, so that means that the entire scripture is preaching violence. No, there are counter 
verses within the Quran that do call to goodness, that do call to nonviolent activities. So what do you do with those? Do you discard all those? Some people have decided to go that route where they say, oh, those ones were abrogated uh, by other verses, by the more violent verses. Uh, that is a route that I myself do not uphold, but they are allowed to do so. So for me, in short, I have to say that if we are to look at it from the scripture itself, uh, and we are because this is the scripture that every Muslim would agree that is from God, uh, then we I have to disagree there one hundred percent that no Islam is not go, is not violent in that in that sense. Thank you. You got it. Thank you very much. And with that, we're going to kick into the open discussion mode. Want to let you know, folks, hey, if you enjoy debates like these, consider hitting that share button below and sharing it with someone else that enjoys debates like these as we are striving to provide a fair platform so that everybody can make their case, whether it be Muslim, atheist, you name it. With that, we're going to jump into open conversation. Thank you very much to our guest. The floor is all yours. Can we just jump right in? How does this work? Yeah, yeah, you just jump right in. So, like, why do you think your subjective interpretation of Islam is, which you think is nonviolent, is the correct one? Because it seems like the vast majority of Muslims don't agree with your subjective interpretation. So, why would God write a message that only you can interpret correctly and the vast majority of Muslims can't? All right. Uh, if I would may, uh, answer that, um, I would like to say that um, it is. Um, God could uh, send, this is how God has uh, decided to send his message. God could send us uh, now a new messenger uh, with um, splitting the moon every day so that everybody believe. But uh, we are not um, the one who should judge, uh, ask God why he did this, why he didn't do that. Okay, There are many things that you can ask God. All right. So the, the message is there. It is. Uh, um, I believe that he uh, tries to to test us, to test our intelligence as well. So it is up to us to understand the, for example, Armin said the uh, Quran says uh, disbelievers uh, uh, will be, um, what is it, will be punished in, in hereafter. And I uh, read for him verses of Quran that clearly says that um, it is not uh, disbelievers, it's kofar, and kofar has been misinterpreted, okay? And it is for any any rational person can understand that uh, when Quran says they recognize the favor of Allah, then they deny it. So it means disbelievers, okay? And it says, and most of them are kafir. So those who misinterpret it, or they don't take this, they don't look at it, they don't care about it, okay? So you, it's a, I'm talking to you, I'm not talking about those who misinterpret it. So you see yourself here, it's either contradiction or uh, this one, this verse clearly, and many other verses clearly tells us that these believers, uh, sorry, kufar right. are, are okay. those who, those who and said in chapter one. Well, can you let it? Can you answer shorter so we can get in as well? Yes. Because yes. if and, if we yes. ask a small question and then you go for a long a long yes. time, then it's going to be you yes. lecturing us and we just like asking you know. So like, let me jump in right now. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So for, so first of all, um, you know, T jump is making a good point for uh, you know. There is lot. There are a lot of well-meaning Muslims, right, that are trying to look at the Quran and, and try to come up with the most obvious interpretation of them, and a vast majority of them are coming up with conclusions that doesn't agree with yours. Okay, and are they going to be punished 
for their lack of intelligence. Because like, first of all, if you're saying like, oh, you need to just be smart enough to understand that I, what I'm saying is true, doesn't seem like a fair message. Like, is like God judging people based on intelligent levels? Like that doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, but, um, you know, the, the 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 part about the verse that you mentioned that you say this is the Quran, it says uh, kafir doesn't mean unbelievers. Technically true. It basically means unbelievers are a subcategory of kafirs because kafirs are all the people that are ungrateful for what Allah does. Like Iblis himself could be a kafir because even though he believes in Allah, he is very ungrateful for his for everything he does. But an unbelie- unbelievers are necessarily kafirs because they don't even believe in God, so they are ungrateful. So it covers all the unbelievers, even it doesn't necessarily mean that there are, um, that the kafir necessarily means ungrateful. Like the most, if you read the Quran, um, the most best explanation of what Kafir is supposed to represent is a person that sees the message, sees the signs of Allah, but he still doesn't. He's not very grateful to to his message, right? This is this is this is the interpretation for the past uh, thirteen hundred years, and this is what every tafsir, every um, commentary on the Quran, every every um, of every scholar, Arab sp- uh, speaking scholar, has represented. And only in recent times, when we have better moral standards in our society, uh, people who try to pretend like the Quran has better moral systems, they're coming out and reinterpreting the Quran, pretending like for that for 1300 years, the, all, the vast majority of every single person that had looked at the Quran and tried to interpret it has got it wrong. And only recently, Mushtaba has come and is enlightening us that you know, 1,200 years or 1,300 years worth of scholarly work has all been wrong. If the if, if your God cannot come up with a book that is is clear enough for people for this for all these people to get wrong, either he's basically either he's promoting unjustified violence or he's just extremely poor at communicating. Okay, for you to be able to get that and all these Muslims getting it wrong. Okay, another um, another thing that is like when you're saying. Um, there's justice in the Quran. The justice that the Quran is advocating for is justice for Muslims. It's a just is a Islamic version of justice. And also the peace that is the Quran is advocating is a peace where the enemies of Islam are humiliated and they're humbled and they submit to Muslims. That's the peace that is um that is um advocating for, and also a peace when every all religion in the world is islam okay um and also the verse that i read to you when it says that just one second just the same thing i can give you another 10 seconds but just good point point. this is also a long response yeah yes you're right all right let let me uh maybe uh rashid would like to respond or uh, or else i will respond rashid would you respond or shall i respond I would like to say just a few things. One thing, one one simple thing, on uh, your own that that is yet just your own interpretation. If we are limiting it to this particular question that we have on the debate today, is Islam violent? If uh, as uh, uh, what's his name, T T John, T T John. T jumps okay. Uh, as he was, as he was saying that, uh, why is it that uh, we have to agree with your interpretation if there are many interpretations out there which disagree from yours? I would say that if we are limiting it to this particular question that we have today, if you were to go around and ask the majority of Muslims, "Is Islam violent?" I am sure that the majority of them would say no. What so is if, violence? If, no, if if the, because you were saying before that okay, we have to look at the people. That's what you opened with in your opening statement. You say that we have to look what, at what people. Believe. What is what, violence? Let me get to that. I said that you said we have to look at the people. So if I, if we are going with your understanding of 
how of whether Islam is violent or not. And we went around and asked people, is Islam violent? Then the majority of them would say, no, I if don't you don't- care what they think. What they think doesn't matter. What but, is violence? But but then that's just going against your own question. Your, your no, own, uh, no, your own... no. What their personal interpretation of if they think Islam is violent doesn't matter if they're murdering people. If they're murdering lots of people and they think they're being no, peaceful, it doesn't matter what they think. So tell me what is violence? Okay, uh, yeah, Tijam, uh, you you take just uh, some example in uh, Muslim countries uh, that has the root it has uh, to do with politics. You take that one, for example, you don't take uh, North Korea, you don't take uh, uh, you know Marxism or Adolf Hitler. Who yes, they're also born. violent. Those are also yes, violent. They are so also include those two. So, so, so what again? So, so, what? so it doesn't. Have, so it is not about. It's not about that. The scripture, as Armin said, we have to go to the scripture, not pe- what people do. For example, for example, I can give you Armin can uh, can say it right now. Okay, Ar- Armin can can uh, what is it? Uh, confirm it right now. For example, there was a terrorist. Iranian terrorist was uh, uh, captured 2018 in uh, Belgium. He was going to blow up uh, me and my family and many other Iranians in Paris. He got 20 years. I don't, in I don't care. No, no, I'm just going to tell you now. Belgium is going to release him because of I don't some, care. Because of some oil, you know, some oil. So I don't you, care. Yeah, so, so you don't what care. Is so when, violence? Yeah, when you bring it up, okay. So it what that violence. Yeah, killing violence. People, killing innocent people, that's violent, but that doesn't have anything to do with the scripture. Okay. Why why people do that? That's because of you know some interest they have. They can use the language, they can use the race, they can use color, they can use like everything. religion. Like religion, they can use as well. Yes, they can use they so can like people be- leaving the religion, being killed for leaving the religion. Those are that's, they're innocent. Yes. That's absolutely wrong. We do not agree with that. There is nothing uh, in Quran that say that you have the right to kill, uh, for example, um, Armin just because he doesn't believe in something. There is, if you give me a single verse in Quran that says that Armin should be killed because of that, okay, then I leave Islam. There is no such Okay, thing. I have a verse. I have a verse. Okay, can you give me the verse? Yes, please. Yeah, it's um, Surah Toba, uh, verse 29, okay? And this one... Yeah doesn't mm-hmm. mention kafir. This one mentions specifically the people who don't believe, okay? okay. So it says, fight against those who do not believe in Allah, okay? Mm-hmm. And I already read the rest to you. Mm-hmm. The Arabic version is doesn't mention the kafir. It says, قَاتِلُوا lazina la yu'minuna. So do those, this specifically translates mm-hmm. to those who do not believe. بل Allah الْآخَرِ So in Allah, or the hereafter, and it goes on, okay? Okay. So I think your excuse for this is going to be that this was specifically talking about a war at the time of Muhammad and the okay. and the people who didn't believe at the time of Muhammad. Is that okay. your excuse for this? Because no, I have a response to that. No, no, no. The, the, if you continue, okay, later Allah says, fight as long as they fight. Okay? Okay. Brother Rashid, yeah. uh, no, right? until they give the jizya. It doesn't uh, say until they fight, until they okay. give the jizya. Okay. So it says, like, basically, basically, we're saying it says, fight them until okay. they submit to you and they pay you money. So okay. if, they, if they're giving you the tax, if you're if they're paying for the fact that they're not Muslim, that's when yeah. you stop fighting them. That's what the okay. verse says. No, no, uh, Mark uh, uh, Armin, ISIS and Taliban, they take also one verse and say this is all. Okay. When you put this verse, I've, beside, uh, no, look, I have. Put, no, I have. You, 
wait, wait. I say when you put this verse beside other verses that say uh, Allah does uh, does not forbid you from those who do not fight you and do not expel you. Chapter uh, I think is chapter sixty verse eight. Okay, Allah does not forbid you from those. It doesn't say. Uh, Muslims, those who do not fight you and do not, uh, uh, Brother Rashid, can you please, uh, because I haven't memorized it. Definitely. It tells you that if you, if they submit to you, basically the message no, no, of the no, Quran. No. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Uh, okay, let me bring it for you. Uh, Brother Rashid, maybe you um, have, have it in your mind, I'll, I'll, otherwise I will bring it for him. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do have it in my mind. Yes, okay, let me let me read it for you. Chapter 60, verse 8. Allah does not forbid you from those who do not fight you because of religion and do not expel you from your Wait, home. what 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 tell me tell me the Quran surah and verse? What chapter, chapter? Chapter 60, verse 8. Okay. Allah mm -hmm. does not forbid you from those who do not fight you because of your religion and do not expel you from, from your uh from your home. Homes from being righteous towards them and act acting justly towards them. Indeed, Allah loves those who act justly. Allah only, Allah only, this is next one, forbids you from those who fight you because of religion and yes. expel you from your home. You know, this is a Meccan. It is there is no Meccan. This is a Meccan. This no, is no. if you read the tafsir, if it's you read it, so it's a, it, sorry, what? It's not, not a Makkan surah. No, okay. So, yeah, if you actually read the tafsir on this one, this is specifically about the Muhajireen and the people that they came to Medina, right? And about their families and stuff like that, right? So it's very interesting that when we have specific Quranic verses telling you that you shouldn't befriend people who, do, who are not Muslims, people who have a different religion. And you also have verses that tells you that lakum dinakum din. So to everybody, there's own religion. Everybody could have their own religion. And it's very interesting because when we point to the verses, so all of these verses exist, okay? There are verses that teach you that, okay, like let people have their religion. And also tells you there are verses that tell you to kill people of other religions, okay? These, both of these verses exist in the Quran. But when we, when you point to the verses um, that are, sound peaceful you do not want to take it in context because when you take it in context it makes it makes you and the time and what what muhammad was going through when it receives those verses it, it shows that he was being strategic he was being political but when we point to the verses that are problematic then all of a sudden you're like want to be like hey look at the context and the interesting thing is that whenever you claim that we should put it in the context you don't actually take the effort to put it in context because when we put it in context it actually makes it a lot worse so what about the verse that before without jumping to another verse what about let's say for okay let me submit this to you okay let's say there are verses in the quran that are very peaceful that encourage muslims to befriend people of other religion what what does that erase all the verses that i'm showing you that shows that the quran is encouraging you to kill unbelievers you didn't acknowledge the verse that i just read you how do you justify okay let's, let, let me tell you let me tell you i mean first of all you have to how do you justify the verse that i just read you it tells you to kill the people who don't believe in allah I tell you that chapter three, verse seven says that uh, unspecific verses, uh, the true interpretation of unspecific verses of Quran is known by Allah and those firm in knowledge. What fear, those firm in knowledge do? Then they why do you? 
Okay, then why do you, you give me verses? Then what? Then, then if you if you're telling me, okay, if you're telling me that I cannot I, I cannot give you a clear verse that tells you tells you that you have to kill the unbelievers, you're telling me like, okay, this is a has a hidden message. Then you cannot no, no, give me no, peaceful. Then you cannot give me peaceful verses and tell me that this is that. A, has a peaceful message. No, Armin, Armin, I didn't say that. I said you, you are not firm knowledge, so you cannot understand it. People of firm knowledge can understand it. How they understand oh my God. it. How they understand it, they put it beside other verses of Quran. I, okay, wait, wait. I did. Okay, they put beside other verses of Quran that they and they understand it. Like for example, when Prophet Muhammad. Wait, him, make wait, okay. Wait. You do this for me. You do this for me. Okay, do, please do this for me. Okay, put this yeah. Quranic verse that I just gave you. Put okay. it in the required context for us and tell us how this is verse is justified. The verse that specifically is saying "Qatilu al-lazina ya." Kill those who do not believe in Allah. In what context this verse is justified? Okay, uh, Brother Rashid, you want to respond? Uh, otherwise, I can respond. And um, you go ahead, then I will respond. Right, after okay, okay. Uh, look, uh, um, uh, Army. So when you see that. All these verses, when you see that Prophet Muhammad, when he, uh, what is it, when he uh, make the, the peace agreement with the pagans and with the, with the uh, Jews, he said that uh, now we are a united Ummah. And from that moment, these verses are abrogated. From that moment, not a single Muslim has the right to go and kill the pagans and the, the, the what is it, the Jews, okay? And that peace, even the order came that even if they provoke you, you have no right to, to respond, okay? So these verses are as long as they fight you. Quran says that many, many, verses that you fight them as long as that verse is as long as they fight you when they stop fighting you stop fighting too because Allah does not like those who transgress okay so you don't understand that's such a that, okay let me put that verse and next if you want to put verses next to each other then I'm going to tell you based on this other verse that I'm going to read you it tells you that the moment that you have to stop fighting is the moment when all religion are for Allah all religion or Islam it says Fight against them until there's no fitna, until their religion is of Allah, for Allah. That's okay. when you see this is Quran chapter 8, verse 39. So you te you're telling me that the Quran teaches you that when that battle uh, okay. is over, that's right. abrogated. And for now, okay. we don't have to kill the unbelievers anymore. Okay. This verse says that you have to continue fighting no, until uh, no. every religion okay. is Islam. I, I told you. I no, want to get a chance to respond, uh, yes. perfect awah or Rashid. But then I want to go yes. over to T-Jump just to get him involved yes. as well. No. Afterwards. Not, uh, yes, not a single verse of Quran say kill unbeliever. I told you. I, did, I read to you. Yeah, okay, this doesn't say kafir. It says don't believe in Allah. It specifically says don't believe in Allah. Uh, okay, when you put it beside other verses of Quran that there is no compulsion in religion, okay? And I just read another verse that tells you that okay. continue fighting until everything is Islam. I just put you. I just put it right next to another verse for you. Uh, it's Surah okay. 8, okay. verse 39. 
All right. So, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Army. So when Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him wrote that agreement with the with the Mushrikun uh, or Kofar or whatever you call them, okay. And he said, "Now we are a united Ummah." Okay. Am I right, uh, Brother Rashid, or not? He said that now we are a united Ummah, and he ordered his uh, followers that you do not fight them, fight them. You even if you they provoke you, okay. So they had no right to go and kill them or. Uh, you know, to do anything, even when he occupied. How do you know that was that was his? How do you know that that was not his order? First of all, now you're taking stuff that is outside of the Quran. This is part of the Rivayat. How do you yes. know that that commandment from Muhammad was not specifically for that specific place and that specific time? Because you have Muhammad making a commandment to Muslims mm -hmm. for that specific time and say like, "Hey, don't stop right now, don't fight anymore." But you have the Quran telling you to fight until every religion is Islam. Okay. Uh, look, uh, fighting is not always uh, by sword. I'm now. It says God. Okay. It says kill them. It says Qatalo. Yeah. It says Qatalo. Qatalo. Kill them. Uh, uh, Brother Rashid, would you like to to respond, please? Yes. Um, I mean, um, looking at that verse, for example, it is specifically, of course, uh, targeted towards the people of the book. Would you agree to that? No, it says Qatalo Allazina La Yomenuna by Allah. That yeah, includes but, me. Not people of the book. I am not okay. okay so, yeah, okay. So let me read the English. Fight against those people uh, those who do not believe in Allah or in the last day, and not or not uh, also, and who do not consider unlawful what Allah and his messengers uh, have made unlawful, and who do not adopt the religion of truth. Uh, which is Islam from uh, from those who were given the scripture. Okay, fight so until they who, give the jizya. Okay, who who is he talking about? Is he talking about the, regular people or the people of the book? Uh, the people of the book includes the Jews and the Christians and also Muslims who are you know who left Islam because I have been also given the book. Well, not entirely, uh, but uh, I am. I oh. no it specifically says people who have been given the scripture. I used to be Muslim. Yeah. So I also have been given the scripture. Well, that's a, that's a bit of a stretch that you would take it that far. But okay, fine. Thank you for not including me. Let's no, say no, no, it's just no, telling no, you to kill no, the Christian. Oh, okay. So okay, sure. It's, 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 it's not bad. It just tells you to kill Christians not, and Jews. You're not allowing gotcha. me to. Speak. You're not oh, allowing okay, me to. Speak. No, you asked me. A no, no, sorry, sorry, Rashid. I wasn't mean to. I was trying I was to you asked me. You asked me a question, so I tried to respond. But go on. I said I was I was saying that it's not talking about that uh, what okay. you're saying about people leaving the dean or about people leaving religion. It's specifically talking about the relationship that was going on between the Muslims at the time or the Prophet at the time and the Christians and the Jews who or the people who are uh, who are from Ahl al-Kitab. Now, if I ask, for example, as you also read, it says that uh, those who are So I am asking you. Do you know of any Christian or Jew who does not uphold these things, those two things? Yeah, but Allah. Yeah, like who doesn't yeah. believe in God on the last day? From the people uh, of the Allah is specifically okay. So you're you're uh -huh. really stretching here. You're no, really no, stretching no, here. This is this is Islam. This is Islam. <laughs> no, you're no, really no. stretching here. I you're am really asking, stretching I'm asking a simple question. The verse says, "Fight those who do not." Have you're saying this is a, you're saying okay so you're saying this is an empty verse that does not it's no, no, not addressing anybody that exists i'm not saying it's empty you this again you are, my, you are concluding from my statements okay okay you're <laughs> no, telling right. me 
that this verse are you are you i'm asking a question i'm asking you a question okay are you telling me that this verse is referring to no nobody because a christian basically the way okay who is it referring to who are we supposed to kill (laughs) yeah i said that okay this verse is particularly targeted towards a group from uh, the people of uh, the book, okay? So in order to understand what it's actually we're talking about, you need to understand the relationship between the prophet and also the Ahlul Kitab, okay? Who, who's, the Rasul, who's the Rasul in this verse? Ani, you asked, let me respond, please. Okay, go on. Okay, thank you. Um, you have to look at the relationship that was going on between the prophet and also uh, Aladina. Which prophet? That's what I'm asking. Which prophet? The prophet Muhammad. Let's assume Muhammad. that is the one. Let's assume that is the one who received this scripture. Let's go with that okay. assumption. So okay. this verse is particularly talking about the, the relationship between the prophet and okay. the people who are considered Aladina Utul Kitab, who were given the scripture. So you have okay. to look at the relationship that was. What was the, what led to this verse? For example, was there something that uh, unjustified or justified this verse. Okay, so okay. look at that. and how was the relationship between Muhammad and yes. the Christians. And I the understand Jews. your point. I can I can make your point faster. You're saying that this was specifically about the group of people and justified this response. Okay, that's what your point is, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, but there, there's a few problems with what you're saying. This is why I'm kind of I was rushing trying to get that. First of all, it says people who do not believe in his messenger. Specifically, this messenger means uh, Muhammad. Right, so Christians and Jewish Jewish people today, this will cover them, right? So no, no, anybody, no, look, but no, look, but also, also, it, also, if you say that this was for Tom to give uh, just uh, any sort of response, I was just going to answer Rashid's question, but okay, let, let me know, tell you, I've, I've said it many times yeah. ago, so I do yes. want to at some point, it's yes. good to just kind of keep it fresh yeah. and have everybody yeah, wait yeah. in. Let, let me tell Tom, let, 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 let Tom respond because okay. um, James said Tom should talk to her. Yeah. Uh, did uh, Muhammad behead 600, 700 people after they surrendered? Yes, you know, Mushaba probably no, says no. No, no, definitely not, no. So you're saying that's just all the no, Muslims yeah, who believe yeah, that are just yeah, wrong. Yeah. That's a historical No, no, mistake. I don't say No, I don't say it. I just say that uh, these are uh, fabricated stories that have been, uh, because... Uh, first of all, when so the look vast at, majority of Muslim historians are just wrong. The, a lot of them, okay, a lot of them. I don't know how many of them say that, but uh, vast majority. Okay, this uh, this is uh, controversial because this is uh, even the source. Uh, some says that. Well, I, some I have more says, questions. Yeah, let I me have... say no, 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 no. Let me say some say six hundred, some say seven hundred, some say nine hundred. I don't care about the that, number. No, no. That, how no, many? And that, no, uh, so, no. Some says first of all, and then some says they were what killed. What number do you say? Some says in this. I don't. What, what number do you say? Oh my God. There is no such a number. I say. They, so they you say not, zero. You say it's zero. They were not killed uh, the way they, they 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 say. Okay. They were they, they were they were battles. Okay. In the battles, people get killed. But uh, in Quran, uh, you have no right to kill the prisoners of war. Okay. Those who uh, become prisoners, uh, Quran specifically says that keep them until the the war lay down. Or you can ransom them, and and we know that. Let me uh, read. Wait, 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 wait. So, so you're saying that Muhammad never ever killed a prisoner of war ever? No, never ever. Uh, because uh, in the That's battle true. of in the battle of Badr, for example, when he saw his soldiers have tied enemies' hands and draw them, he became angry with them, and he said, "Open their hands, uh, treat them well." 
give them your food equally with them. And each uh, prisoners who teach 10 Muslim reading and writing go free. And this is exactly according to Quran. Mm. Let, me, let me respond. Well, well that's magic. So, so you're talking about here is magic because literally any war that has prisoners, many of the prisoners die. It's like in all okay. history, especially all back right. then. So, so what you're saying is magic. He, he magicked okay. them and didn't kill them like every other war that's ever happened in all of history. Okay. And you're rejecting the vast majority of historians, because, both secular yeah. and Jewish and Christian and Muslim who just look into history and confirm these things. They're all wrong. Yeah. Didn't happen. And, because and magic. It, okay, okay, let me tell you. Because it but goes wait, wait, against, I, I don't, that's fine. That's fine. It I, goes I more against questions. Quran. More it goes against Quran, okay? That's nice, that's nice. So did Muhammad order the torturing of the Canaan guy? Canaan. I don't know. The, the guy who, who the, the, yeah, the guy that uh, drank the camel's urine and they, they stole the sheep and then he... Of course not. Of course not. So also a fiction, just completely made up. History of Muhammad is all wrong. Didn't happen. Look, look, look. I tell you that anything goes against. I said it before uh, we start. I said to Armin, anything goes against Quran is fabricated. Prophet. The Quran goes against the Quran. No, no. Uh, Prophet, we are talking about Quran, okay? And Quran says, look, and Quran uh, uh, discourages such a things. Quran absolutely. The Quran has verses that encourages certain things and then it discourages in some other places and then it advocates okay. as completely indirect opposition. Okay. And you guys came up and say, oh, where, it abrogates where, the other one. Where, like where, like there is no consistency in the Quran. Where it says that you have the right to torture people in Quran. For example, um, let, let, but, okay, let me first go this one. And where does it say go, it doesn't? Where does it yeah, say? Okay, okay, hold okay. on. Okay, let, let, first we go this I, uh, this verse about Christian that you mentioned, okay, and then we go about that torture, okay? Quran, you said about Christian, Quran chapter 2, verse 62, those who believe and those who are Jews and Christians and Sabians, whoever believes in Allah and the last day and do righteous good deeds shall have their rewards with their Lord. On them shall be no fear, nor shall they grieve. Chapter 3, verse 113. Not all of them are alike of the people of this, the book, are a portion that stand fear, uh, f- uh, sorry, for the right. They uh, rehearse the, the verses of God and light, okay, long. So, so, so no. It so says, now, it says, okay, Quran 551 says, all you who believe do not take Jews and Christians as allies. They are, um, they are in fact allies of one another, and whoever is an ally uh, to them among you, then indeed he is one of them. Indeed, Allah guides not the wrongdoing people. It's like you say, like, oh, befriend, like there are so many pro-Jewish and Christian verses. This verse very specifically tells Muslims to do not befriend um, Jews okay. and Christians. Let me read for you. Chapter 3, verse 7. It is he who has sent down to you, O Muhammad. Okay, Mashaba, I wait, agree wait, wait, those wait, verses. Wait, wait. Those no, verses, no, no. Okay, let, let me let me agree with you. Let me agree with you. Okay, there are verses in the Quran that tells Muslims that hey, be peaceful, don't kill anybody, and befriend Christians and Jews. Okay, those verses do, do not erase the verses that I'm reading you that tells you to literally do the opposite. Okay. Okay. Let me let me read for you, please. One second. It's just a few seconds. Okay. Uh, it says the uh, send you the book. In it, there are verses that are precise. They are the foundation of the book and other unspecific. As for those whose heart is 
you know, uh, corrupted like ISIS, Taliban, and unfortunately, I, I don't want to call you, but you you also do the same. They will follow that of it, which is unspecific. Like they say, oh, here, this verse say, uh, kill Jews or uh, I don't know, uh, things that they don't take uh, Jews. And so look. What about the wife? Be- okay, let's talk about, yeah. what about the wife beating verse? That's the most clear one in the Quran. The one that tells you to beat your wife. How do you explain that one? It never says beat your wife. It says leave. Okay, let me. Let oh my me, God! Are you serious? Okay, I'm very serious. Okay, um, let me read for you. Uh, uh, Armin, do you know which uh, which word is uh, used? Um, Azrabahuna. Azrabahuna. Okay, uh, let me let me read for you. Okay, uh, strike. Okay, okay. Here, uh, Armin, strike has been used in Quran in many many I verses. Know. Quran chapter 43 verse 5 says, uh, strike is ignored. Shall we utterly ignore you because you are uh, want fault? Okay. Uh, chapter 4 verse 101, strike is trouble. Chapter 18 verse 11, strike What's is trouble. You should- okay. So, so wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I told you, I told you, this is, uh, uh, these are, these verses are mashabahat uh, in Quran. When you put it beside other verses, you get the true meaning of it. So uh, in that chapter, uh, sorry, in that about verse, every every single every single Arabic scholar has translated that as no, Yazra Bahuna. Let no, me let okay. me just tell you, okay. every single Arabic scholar has translated Yazra Bahuna as to strike your wife. Okay, okay. The, the the only people then there are a couple of modern New Ages Muslims who are for the first time after thirteen hundred years are translating this word into leaving okay but i i have something to read to you okay uh, what yeah. you're saying is, i'm reading this from the book the atheist muslims by by ali rizvi okay it says to anybody who is actually familiar with the arabic language will tell you that these new in- new age interpreters couldn't be more wrong and you don't even need to know arabic to understand it why take a look at the word hit in the following phrases hit the road hit hit the lights hit the goal um hit the bottle hit me up hit up a bar, hit the woman, okay? So, for example, even though hit means different things in these phrases, for anybody who speaks English, it's very clear that hit the woman in the last one means to strike the woman. Or, for example, strike a deal, strike a balance, strike up a conversation, go on a strike, strike a woman, okay? To anybody who understands English, they know strike in those other examples means something else, but anybody who knows English knows strike a woman in the last one means to hit a woman. Anybody, any Arab-speaking person that reads that Quranic verse would tell you that this clearly, clearly doesn't mean those other meanings of Yazra Bahuna. It means to strike a woman. It's absolutely, I mean, you're not being dishonest, but people who know Arabic, if they're telling you that it means something else, they're being being dishonest about what this word means. It's clearly about wife beating. There are even hadiths specifically referring to this Quranic verse, clarifying that this is about beating your wife. But go on. Okay. Uh, first of all, I have the Persian uh, translation as well. It says, leave them. Okay. And then secondly, uh, secondly, those who uh, say that it is beating wife, uh, they don't, uh, you know, think rationally. Because if Allah was for beating wife, people have been beating their wives throughout the history. Okay. So Allah didn't need to send uh, a verse and say, oh, uh, you know, uh, believers, hit your wife i'm hitting my wife uh, you know and then you tell me hit your wife so people would say uh, oh allah wh- what are you talking about or, or prophet muhammad i'm hitting my wife so why you are going to tell me but we see that allah 
says that first do this, second do that, okay? So already as a husband, already as a Mishaba, husband, I'm looking at 17 translations. Okay. I'm looking okay. at 17 translations. Literally none of them talks about leaving your, your wife. All of them are talking about either hitting okay. your wife or striking your wife. 17 different translations. Okay. Uh, None have, of them translated okay, the way okay, you're translating. Okay. They have even they have even translated nashus as uh, obedience. Okay, which is absolutely wrong. Okay. Do you me... know that for 1400 years nobody translated this or interpreted this as anything other than hitting your wife? This is okay. a new phenomenon for people who are trying to make okay. excuses. For okay. Us. Let me tell. You, let me tell. You, let me tell you why they haven't done it because. Uh, 1400 years ago, people, or in 1400 years, people didn't have the opportunity that we have today. We are educated today. We read. We, we uh, you know. This is a very unaccessible uh, Quran. Uh, if yes, a Quran yes. makes, if, yeah. if people, if the Quran was sent for only the educated elites, and you have to have, be a scholar to understand what it means, the Quran itself has a verse saying that this Quran is a clear message for everybody, not for an educated elite that understand like uh, Arabic scholars. Okay, so. Uh, Quran chapter three, uh, 30 verse 21 and among his sign is this that he created you uh, mates from among yourself that you may uh, well in uh, tranquility with them and he has put love and mercy between you really in that there are many many verses that Quran talk about love between uh, yes. let, let, let me uh, this for example this nashus uh that they have also translated um uh let me uh, find it um the, even even nashus they have translated as uh disobedience uh okay chapter four oh. verse one wait wait chapter two four four verse 128 this nashu says if a woman fears indifference or neglect from her husband this is nashus in that chapter chapter four verse 34 they say obedience but here they change it to, to fear indifference okay how come okay how come here? because the quran is a mess okay the quran right, now you, you act like you're that. acting like the quran cannot okay oh. you acting like you're saying like it says here over this how come it says over this over here you're acting like the quran cannot okay, okay. Oh, if you believe in allah maybe the quran cannot contradict itself but for oh. us mere for atheists we are, agree that the quran is a man-made book okay. so it, it's able to contradict itself here let me oh. read this Quran 14.52 says, this is a clear message, this meaning the Quran, for humankind, okay? For okay, humankind, yeah. a clear yeah. message. So when you say like after 1400 years, nobody got it, only us realize today that the, what the message is, the Quran itself cl claims that this is a message for everybody. Like a goat herder should, should be able to read the Quran and understand the message of Allah. If he can't, then the, the God has failed in um, sending a message. Like he, he has, he has, he, okay. Let me tell you this. It's true. Allah, the Quran, might be a nonviolent book, but if it is a nonviolent book, it's the most poorly communicated book I've ever read. Okay, but I, I, I got a, I got another question. Why I understand it, but you don't understand. That's yeah. your problem. That's I, got, your I got another question. So, yes, in Quran, verse 424, 23, 1 through 6, did uh, Muhammad give rights to his soldiers to rape the women slaves who were married? Right hand position. Traded. It's a right hand position. It's the other one. Do you want to read it? You go ahead. You can read it. Oh, which one is it? Uh, Quran 424, uh, 23, 1 through 6, 33, 50, 70, 22 through 30. I think it's the right hand position. 
Want to remind you in the meantime, folks, our guests are linked in the description. So that includes Perfect Awa, T-Jump, and Armin. If you'd like to learn more about their views, you certainly can by clicking on their links below. That includes if you're listening to the Modern Day Debate podcast. All of our debates end up on the podcast where you can find our guest links in the description box there as well. Mm. So Quran uh, 4.23 says, uh, prohibit, prohibit it to you for marriage. Are your mothers, your daughters, your sisters, your father's sisters, your mother's sisters, your brother's daughters, your sister's daughters, uh, your milk mothers who nursed you, your sisters through nursing, your wives, mothers, and your stepdaughters under your guardianship um, of your wives unto whom you have uh, gone in. But, it, but if you have not gone in unto them, there is no sin upon you. And also prohibited are the wives of your son who are from your own loins okay uh okay and that you take in marriage two sisters simultaneously except for what has already occurred indeed allah is forgiving and merciful i think maybe the next verse covers the uh, concubines that you could capture um also uh, are prohibited to you are married women except oh there you go so married women except those your right hand possesses okay so it's telling you the quran is telling you that you cannot have sex with married women, unless unless you capture that married woman in war. Brother Rashid, um, I, as I know, uh, maybe you know better, Brother Rashid, because as I know, it is uh, uh, you have to marry them. You cannot, uh, you know, have sex with them, rape them. In in Islam, it's forbidden to to have sex. You have to marry them, okay? And it has to be. Uh, am I right, Brother Rashid? Please, uh, you. Uh, you concerned. can't marry an already married woman in Islam. That makes no sense. Uh, Brother Rashid. So, um, I think that uh, this whole thing is just a shouting match. I mean, to be honest, um, it's just, I mean, we're saying something, you're saying you don't care. So it's kind of difficult for us to answer, you know, because our answers are very detailed. They have to be detailed, unfortunately, because the, this is these are important, you know, issues that you're bringing up, obviously. So it's going to take us a bit of a time. And what's the answer? Did did Muhammad say no. that you can have sex with other married women no. if they're your slaves in war? No. How how when when Armin just literally read this? Yeah, but when did he read it wrong? See, you you're throwing a word rape. You see. Yes. Does he did he read rape in the verse? Well, if you capture a woman in war, technically what Quran says, what Islam, I agree with you that Islam says that you could marry them, but the definition uh, of marriage in Islam does not require the consent of the woman. It doesn't, the Quran, the concept of consent in the in, as Quran is completely missing. Uh, there is no mention of anything regarding the consent of the woman. So yes, uh, technically you do as, whatever you require Islamically to be considered married to the person, but I, I can't like, for example, uh, Muhammad had sex with a mo woman who he just earlier killed her brother, her father and her husband. OK, um, technically, before having sex with her, technically he married her. But there was no I'm, I'm imagining that a woman who just had her husband, brother and father married would have not consent to a man having sex with her. So we defined as sex without consent. We define that as rape. Yeah, and I would disagree okay. with the, that, that that took place or that the Quran calls for marriage out without consent. 
Aisha, for example, your marriage. So, for example, Muhammad married Aisha, okay, at age six, and then he consummated that marriage at eight, nine. Would you no, not consider that that. that that was a marriage? But we consider I, I, that also rape. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree at all. That uh, does Rashid agree? Uh, Rashid, do you agree that that happened? No. So you, Rashid, you're you're saying Sahih Bukhari is wrong. Sahih yeah. Bukhari. Uh, yeah. No, I know much about. I know you don't agree, but Rashid, you you're questioning Sahih Bukhari. Yes, I would disagree that that particular incident is correct. I would disagree. Okay, no. So Sahih Bukhari is that an authentic source of hadith or no? Not every hadith in Sahih Bukhari is authentic. And even if it were, uh, according to the scholars, when it comes to hadith, if a hadith is Sahih, that does not necessarily mean that the Prophet did it. You need to understand okay. that. When a hadith yeah, I, I understand that because I agree that Sahih Bukhari sometimes refers to things, includes, includes hadith, that wants to clarify that this is something I gathered, but it's not something that I put my stamp of approval on. I agree with that. This is not one of them. This hadith has been mentioned multiple times in both Sahih Muslim and Sahih Bukhari, and they all point to the same thing. Muhammad yeah. married Aisha when she was six and had sex with her when she was nine. There's nothing. If you want to, if you want to throw this out, literally nothing about Islam will become recognizable because the source that tells you this tells you how to do Hajj, tells you how to do the prayer, tells you no, how no, to do fasting. No, 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 we did, no, no, no. We did it. We did it. I said no. that particular hadith is yeah. not something that I agree to. It doesn't mean that I, if I say that uh, there's a hadith that is not authentic in Bukhari, that I'm throwing out the entire book. You guys exactly. know you're inventing exactly. your own new modern Islam. This is like Rashid no, and Mushtaba no, Islam. No, 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 no. Armin, 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 let me tell you. I disagree that Prophet Muhammad split the moon because Quran uh, says opposite, okay? And uh, Bukhari says that uh, Prophet Muhammad split the moon, but it doesn't mean that I say Hajj is uh, wrong. Literally, like I, you're yeah. the first Muslim I have ever heard that thinks, um, you think Muhammad didn't split the moon? Of course not, because uh, shall, shall okay. I read? Okay, your Islam, no, okay. No, no, no. Okay, no, Mashaba, you're correct. No, no, you're right. Okay, other Muslims are wrong. Okay, this okay. is the worst religion ever. That you that uh, that is a religion that you are the only one who managed to get it right. Not and only the ninety nine point nine nine percent of Muslims yeah. have got it wrong. No, I'm not so the only even I'm if no, I'm not saying you're the only one, but only you're one. few. Okay, it's a really bad religion that this okay. this minority, this fringe minority, can get it right. It's a really poorly communicated religion. Very Quran says. Uh, I think that you are misrepresenting us. We didn't say that they were wrong. That is something that you are saying. We didn't say that all people, Muslims have I'm, been wrong. They have been careful or they've gone astray. No, you are saying... The vast majority of Muslims disagree with your interpretations of Islam. So again, if, Islam, if what you're saying about Islam is true, it's the most poorly communicated message sent by any deity ever to his followers. Okay, But you are saying that. We are not. Uh, I know you're not saying that, but that's what the conclusion okay. is from what you're saying. That's what it comes from. Okay, let, let, let's, let's, let's take that example that you pulled out, you know, uh, about Aisha being at the edge of that or being at the edge of... There are multiple scholars today who have disputed that hadith. And by the way, uh, you saying that, oh, you don't believe... Do you agree that, that this is the please, fringe minority? Please, please. Let, me, let me explain okay. something. Okay, you are not giving me any moments whatsoever. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm saying that, look, okay, just because a hadith is in Bukhari, that doesn't mean that it did happen or that it's authentic. Right. You, okay. you, okay. This is not something that I am saying. This is very popular. Even you can take Salafi shiurs who have classified hadiths within Bukhari as I said that. 
I no, said you, that. You, you asked me if I was throwing away Bukhari, didn't you? No, but then you said not everything in Sahih Bukhari means that Bukhari puts a sample of approval. And yeah, then I and responded, then you, I said, this said, is not no, one of those. And then you said, nobody nobody has ever seen it that way. Okay. You guys are the only one. But come on. You didn't, um, you didn't you pay that, attention to what I said. This I part, okay, I did. Sahih Bukhari has certain hadiths that he's like, these are not correct. Okay. I'm collecting anyway. For my collection purposes, but there are certain had Sahih Bukhari, there are certain part of Bukhari collections that everybody recognized as him putting his stamp of approval on it. That's this is one of them. This is okay, one let, of those. Can I, can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? Uh, uh, Armin, Armin, if uh, that's your problem and their problem, then Quran. Uh, from chapter 7, verse 106 to 109, talk about uh, 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 one small miracle of uh, Prophet Moses that he threw a, a stick and became snake, okay? He uh, explained it uh, very, very clearly. And then chapter 7, 115 to 125, the same thing, all this. And chapter 20, verse What are you 7, asking me? No, I'm asking you, when Quran is talking about a simple a miracle through this uh, stick become snake. Why Quran in a single verse doesn't say? I agree with you. Muhammad. I, said, no, no. Why I agree it... with you. You're right, and everybody else is wrong. No, I agree so, with you. Yes. Okay. Exactly. You're, so, you're, so yeah, you, so you got the right one. You got yes, the right Islam. Exactly. All so the, the, all the vast majority of Muslims got the wrong one. Okay. When, the, when, when, Quran, when Quran doesn't say a single word that Prophet Muhammad split the yeah. moon, and you say, oh, everybody else say that. No. Why you don't know? So I, I, I don't understand why they don't look at this Quran and say, my God, so why Quran doesn't say a single yeah. word about such a great miracle and talking about this little miracle so much, exaggerating it even. Okay. So you mm -hmm. understand that sh people should think about. Do you know the their, reason? Do you know the reason? Not my do you know like, the actual? Do you want to know the actual reason? Yes. Because Islam was building upon Judaism. Okay. Mm -hmm. Judaism was already a, a whole bunch of stories that already existed. The details were already available. The stories mm -hmm. that about Muhammad's miracles were just being added on top. But because Muhammad and people at that time had access to a whole bunch of literature explaining Moses's miracles, then the Quran had didn't have to come up with a lot of stories. Those were already readily available. You could just like steal a story and add it to the book. That's why the, that's the reason why you see a lot more a lot of information about Jesus's miracles or maybe Moses's miracle, especially Moses, because Muhammad originally was building Islam based on Judaism, right? And you don't see much about Muhammad. Okay. Okay, uh, that's uh, your. Uh, I don't know. Understand? I know, but I'm saying there's no, alternative. No, no, no. even if I'm wrong, that there are okay. alternative explanations. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. The, the like you were no. Do you understand? Do you understand okay. that how you were pretending that your conclusion is the only viable conclusion? Not and only. I just give you an alternative. I just said again, not, I'm not the only one, brother Rashid. There are many others uh, who understand. And I didn't say that. I mean, that's something you are throwing on it doesn't me. Doesn't exhaust. It doesn't exhaust all the possibilities, does it? Okay, let me tell you, it's about uh, Islam is violent or not. You mentioned chapter 5, verse 33. You said that the recompense of those who fight uh, Allah and his messenger and seek to make corruption in the land is that they be killed or crucified or that their hands and feet be cut off from alternate sides or that they be uh, banished from the land. That is their 
um, yeah, crucifying. Uh, yeah. Okay, crucifying. Yeah. So crucifying, cutting the hands okay, and feet okay, yes. alternative so, sides. Armin, can you tell me where in in this verse said that all Muslims crucify them? those who do this and that, crucify them or cut off their hands and feet. Let me read for you. That's the problem. That this is the penalty. Okay. This is, that no, should be their penalty. No, no. no. Look, it's, it is a passive form. Then chapter 7, verse 124, Pharaoh says, I will certainly cut off your hands and feet on opposite sides, then crucify you all. Chapter 20, verse uh, 71, he, Pharaoh said, have you believed in him before taking my permission? He is surely your great one has uh, taught you magic. So I will cut off your hands and feet from alternate side, and I will crucify you on the trunks of the palm tree, and I will do that, 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 okay? So this is what Frau and pagans used to do. Allah doesn't ask me to follow what they do. It is what happened to them if they do not follow Allah, it's like it's like that uh, in Christianity say you live by sword, you die by sword. Okay, this is a passive form. Okay, it is not a, it is not an order to me that I crucify. So passively, you. the Quranic verse, the passively. Okay, let's say yours right. Okay, the Quranic verse passively it says that the penalty for people who go against Allah. Okay, yes. people uh, technically me. Okay, because a lot of my activism is like against Allah. Okay, and it says spread or spread corruption upon the land, right? Which is again technically me because that's what it's describing, like people who spread corruption, like people. But I mean, you guys, goes against. You said goes against. It doesn't say goes against. Does it say goes against? Wage wage war against Allah. Wage war against Allah. You said go against. It says wage war, but you said wage war. Wage war against Allah. Yeah. Okay. I'm waging war against Allah. Okay. Yes, but okay. I enter. Okay. Go against is less violent than wage war. So he he actually gave you a charitable interpretation there. Go against is is not as bad as wage war. Okay. I accept. I accept waging war against Allah because you can't like form an army against Allah. Okay. So you wage war against Allah. Well, hold on. Let me see. Let me let me continue. Most of Falar, people who are spreading corruption. It says the penalty for these people should be that they are crucified, or or the hands and the feet are cut off, and they're crucified. You're saying you're saying that I should read this, and I'm going to agree with you as no. Hey, Muslims, don't go do it yourselves. This will just happen to them. Okay, I will take care of it, dear Muslims. Who don't care? think who like care of that? okay. No, who take care of that? Your in, what's your interpretation? What's your interpretation of this? My interpretation, I told you that this is what Pharaoh and pagans do to uh, to each other. We know that it says. What are you talking about? It says like it, it, it doesn't say that anywhere. Form. It's a passive. Form. It doesn't say Martin, that just because it's passive, it doesn't mean yeah. that it's telling you that pagans will do this to each other. It's yeah. telling you anybody, the people who are spreading corruption in the land, their penalty should be that they're crucified. You're adding stuff to it. You no, understand that you're adding stuff no, to it. No, no, it's, it didn't say that the penalty is that we uh, Muslims should crucify them. It says that Frau does oh the same thing. So you mean that? Okay, okay. Let, so, me, so let, let me give you an example. You. If I oh. say, if I say the penalty for for being a Muslim, okay, is okay. that 
they're going to be crucified. Okay. If I came out and said that, let's say, let's say I was, let's say I was a war general. Okay. okay. And came out to tell people like the penalty for Muslims is the cutting of hand and feet and crucifixion. Okay. Okay. okay? <laughs> and I say that in a passive form. Okay. okay. You're like, Muslims are like, what the hell? This guy is a right. main, this man is anti-Muslim. Okay. But you were like, no, he didn't specifically tell you to go cut the hands and feet of Muslims and crucify them. He just said, this is their penalty. And he probably meant that Muslims are just doing that to each other. Like, well, he didn't say that. You're just trying to sugarcoat it by adding your own stuff to it, which is not in the goddamn verse. Okay. Let me now give you a good example. If I say that if you use drug, okay, if you use drug, you get uh, diseases, you get cancer, you get this and that, okay? And the penalty, the, the, the result is that, okay? And it says, continue, says, and hereafter, Allah will punish them, okay? So, and it says that, uh, for example, I'm the government, and say, and after you get caught, we will punish you. So, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that, uh, okay, sure. It doesn't mean that. Let's say, I'm going to agree with you. I'm agree. If you're Allah, let's say you're Allah. Let's say me and you are Allah. Okay. 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 <clears throat> let's say I want I put down this verse, and I didn't mean for Muslims to go crucify people for spreading corruption in the land. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Wouldn't you, as Allah, as an all-knowing Allah, think like, hey, if I tell people that the penalty should be crucifixion? Some people might actually look at this and it think like, hey, say, I wish you crucify people. Okay. Like, wouldn't you? Like, okay. It didn't say wouldn't be. you? That the penalty is that. He is. The penalty is. Okay. The yeah, penalty but, for people please. is crucifixion. Okay. Yeah. Is that not an an Allah who didn't mean the thing that yeah. I think that this means? And literally, people have thought what it means for like the past 1300 years, think that have the same interpretation as me. Arabic, Arabic speaking scholars had the same interpretation as me. Let's say they're all wrong and you're correct. Wouldn't a responsible Allah think like, maybe I should be more clear about what I mean here so people don't come with this interpretation? Okay. Uh, uh, this is, the, I said that this is their problem that they don't read the Quran. Let me tell, ask you, did Pharaoh do this to people and who follows uh, this uh, this Pharaoh was co uh, following Allah's command or Allah is uh, was following Pharaoh's uh, command? Can you tell me, please? I, I don't understand because Pharaoh was doing this. Okay, they the pagans were crucifying each other. Quran says in those verses that this is what Pharaoh does. Okay, he chop off their hands on alternate side and yep. then he crucified people. So was Pharaoh following the command of Allah or Allah uh, followed the you command of You talk to us as if we think Allah is real and he, Allah would not okay, follow so, other so, people's oh, traditions. Okay, as okay. people as people who don't believe in Allah, right. we think that the Quran okay. covers a whole bunch of other traditions. So, so, so for this us, is that's not a contradiction. Yeah, so so this, is, this is the problem that you uh, you don't understand it and then you say when uh, it comes here... No, we say, just don't believe that there's an Allah okay. that wouldn't so when, follow so, other people's so, traditions. So when you don't believe, don't... Tell me that this says that we have to do it. Okay, I'm telling Wait, you. I can't. I I'm cannot tell you what the text seems like it's no. saying because I don't believe in Allah. Okay, so like because, I, no, because I, I read for you that those whose heart is corrupted, they followed the unspecific verses of Quran and interpreted the way they want. Okay, those whose heart is corrupted. So maybe your heart is and corrupted. You're not doing that. Maybe your your heart is corrupted. If my okay. heart is corrupted, well, I, I, you follow. Okay, you, true. You follow. Okay. I, the Quran, do you agree that the Quran also says that people who disbelieve their heart is corrupted and I, Allah did that to them and you should like not even bother with them. Didn't the Quran say that? 
the Quran doesn't say that the doesn't the Quran says that those who just believe their heart has been corrupted by me not, and there's okay Allah it's specifically not, takes credit okay. for corrupting my heart doesn't it it's, it's not about everyone okay it's about uh, a certain people even in in uh, about Christians and doesn't it, Quran says that certain people his heart their heart has been corrupted by Allah himself and don't you spend waste your time with them and that he's going to punish them in hell for eternity for their corrupt for the corruption how is that fair by the way for Allah to corrupt the heart of people and then he punishing them for not for not having any hope in coming to Islam like does that make any sense do you, do you well, agree that that verse exists the verse that Quran that Allah says to Muslims that do not try to bring people that I have corrupted to Islam there are Allah's cause and their destination would be hell how is that fair um, this, if I want to say my own opinion, okay, this is uh, the way um, God, Allah was talking to people of the past, okay, <clears throat> and um, th this is not uh, exactly the way uh, he has done it. This is my own understanding, okay, that do not, because some people's heart is really corrupted and it's uh, almost... No, he doesn't impossible. say it's corrupted, it's he says I corrupted their hearts. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, their heart is like that. I say that this is uh, my understanding is that... Uh, it is not exactly how you uh, understand. You 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 look at it, okay, brother Rashid. Do you have anything to say about that? <clears throat> um, um, about the corruption, no. Of the heart, okay. no, not about. I would like to stick to the topic, though. Yes. Okay, yes. Tom. Do you want to add anything? Uh, yeah. So it seems like their argument is is that if they cherry pick all of the nice things and ignore all of the bad things, then. Islam is peaceful. And that seems like their personal interpretation that essentially 0.000 something percent of Muslims in the world believe. And it seems delusional to think that their personal interpretation that so few Muslims actually believe is the true Islam. So it's irrational to think that Islam is peaceful. It's more rational to think that the vast majority of other Muslims probably have it right. So just based on probability, most likely it's not peaceful but i'm ready to go to the q a because i think we've I'm not really interested in personal subjective interpretations of a book that no I, I would, one really agrees with before we go that i would like to say that okay before before we go that uh you don't have to if you really think that those are uh quran you don't have to you don't need to follow them okay you follow those uh good commands of allah okay uh, like those verses that i read for you about uh, you know, giving to orphans, uh, to needy, and so on, okay? So you follow the uh, the commands that you understand that. For example, uh, well, let me uh, read for you uh, chapter 4, verse 135. Oh, believers, stand firm for justice and witness for Allah, even if it is against yourself, uh, your parents or uh, close relatives and so on. There are uh, many others. Chapter 23, verse 96, repel evil in the best manner. We are well, uh, well aware about what they are saying about you. Chapter two, 42, verse 43, and whoever is patient and forgives, indeed, that is uh, uh, of the matters uh, requiring det uh, determination. So, uh, as a Muslim, I tell you that if you don't understand those verses that you think that these are violent and so don't follow them, that's great. Okay. So because I do, I understand that the, uh, these verses are not promoting violence and I just encourage you to follow these verses that you see uh, that they are good, they are 
commanding okay. you to do right things. That's a horrible okay. idea. That's horrible. Okay. Like if the Mein Kampf had a section of it that said, like, hey, by the way, be nice to orphans, I wouldn't yeah, tell people. Say. Like, it doesn't say. Well, it doesn't say. It doesn't let say. Let me just finish. It doesn't say. Let's say. Let's say, okay. let's say the Mein Kampf have once one added paragraph at the very end. Uh, like, by the way, take care of orphans. Okay. I wouldn't tell people like, hey, this book, you might think that the rest of it is wrong, but hey, um, this last part is good. So follow the Mein Kampf, follow the good parts of the Mein Kampf. Ignore the bad parts of Mein Kampf, but follow the good parts. That uh, is a really horrible um, legitimization of Mein Kampf. Okay. If I have enough a logical understanding and a good moral guideline that I could recognize the good or bad parts of the Quran. That means that I don't need the Quran because I have enough, I'm sensible enough to know what's good and what's bad. That, that I don't need the authority of the Quran. But by referring to the Quran uh, and like in the parts that like I already know it's good, like yeah, taking care of orphans is good. But by referring to the Quran, I'm giving authority and legitimacy to a book that comes with a whole bunch of other horrible ideas. It comes as a package. Okay. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to give it that legitimacy so you, um, mean, I just, so you mean so you mean that you will not uh, take care of orphans you will not uh, give to needy okay because quran says that will you not do did that did i say that what the hell okay did I so say? you will do that so you will do that yes you will do that not because would, quran says so that, that's yeah, why but okay. i will also say don't fall for the quran's like don't look at the small little these are the sugar this is a poison the quran is a poison pill okay it has a sugar coating it's a few <clears throat> sweet little verses here and there that makes it sound sweet and butterly and you know and like like lovey-dovey kumbaya stuff but if you they, but they use that sugar coating as a way to make you swallow the entire thing and when you swallow the entire thing you realize that you just swallowed poison okay so don't fall for that that's just the sugar in fact the sugar coating makes it more dangerous okay because just like mein Kampf, if it like mein Kampf doesn't have that sugar coating so it's easier for for people to be like, okay, this is a horrible book. But the Quran is a more dangerous mm. virus because of the sugar coating. That the good parts of the, the so-called good parts of the Quran makes the Quran a more dangerous book because it comes with a lot of horrible ideas, but people are picking and choosing and trying to portray to you as if this is a good book by just showing you that sugary stuff. But it changed me to a better person, okay? <clears throat> I, I have, I have, I believe in it you, Mushtaba. I think you would be a good person even without the Quran, okay? I have more, I, have, I believe in you more than yourself, okay? I think, I think you would, you're a wonderful person and if I take the Quran away from you, you will still be a wonderful person. <laughs> no, I, I became much better, actually. I have to tell you. <clears throat> because be, before I was believing in death penalty, but I don't believe in death penalty anymore because I learned that we have no right to because of the Quran. <laughs> yes, yes, because okay, because I, yeah, okay, sure. I, yeah, you yes, keep the I, Quran. You keep the Quran for the vast majority of the people. The Quran has a toxic effect on them. Okay, but Mushtaba, you just keep the Quran. Okay, but for most people, right. I don't recommend. <clears throat> all right, <clears throat> well, let's, let's go Q and A because I'm I'm bored. We're gonna jump yeah. into the Q and A. One my final uh, thing. Huh? Sure. Uh, final, final, final words. My final point Conclusion. Yes. Yes. You got thank it. you. Um, I think that uh, the Quran is fairly easy to understand. Also, as uh, Amin was saying, was also saying that it should be understood by even a Bedouin picking it up and understand. I believe that the Quran is written in a vernacular. It's not written like in some upper level of Arabic. No, it's written in a language that all people should be able to understand. The issue comes in when we do not interpret the Quran according to the Quran, because the Quran itself says that we have given you the best tafsir. So the Quran is the best explanation of its own self. So in order for you to understand the Quran, you have to 
uh, understand the process in which it was revealed. You have to understand the relationship that was going on at the time, which I do believe can be found within the Quran itself. I am not asking people to go and look for other materials outside the Quran, no. You can look into the scripture itself and itself will tell you how the situation was during the time of the prophet. You need to understand the political climate of the time. For example, you need to understand how kingdoms were ruled, uh, uh, how societies were ruled at the time, how situations were at the time, how people were warring from one clan to another. You need to understand these things, for example, in order to be able to put the Quran where it belongs. And then you'd be able to understand it in a much better way. So the Quran within itself contains parts which explain other parts. So you need to be able to look at those parts and then it, uh, assess whether, for example, it follows the narrative, whether it follows uh, the other parts of the Quran. And that's the part, the point of the Quran. And another thing that I also want to make uh, that the Quran is not meant to, uh, like, for example, alter the humanity that is within the human being. And that's the problem that sometimes we, uh, we assume that we come to the Quran and we expect the Quran to make us good. But no, the Quran is taking it as a given that, for example, that you apply your humanity, your own understanding. So if, for example, I am a violent individual within me, I will gravitate towards the violent aspects that are found within the Quran. That's a, that can happen, no doubt. And also, if, it, if I am easily malleable, if I'm easily moldable by people, for example, I will easily gravitate to other uh, people's, uh, people's understandings and people's uh, uh, ideologies and all that. It's, it's easy to, it's easily manipulated. That's, that, that's the point of ideologies, that there is, you can easily shape them in any way that you want in order to trick people. And the Quran is no different. But we treat the Quran as if it is supposed to be like, or, or, like it's not. It's supposed to add some kind of, okay. uh, you know, special thing. But okay, Rashid, like that. Rashid, the problem is that the people people claim that when we show the horrible parts of the Quran, and then some Muslims come and like, hey, if you actually took this in context, um, and you also uh, understood the political climate of time, this would make actually a lot more sense, and it would be not as horrible as it seems. Like the and the problem is that they. They rely on the audience just taking that on face value and then not doing that. Because when we when we actually do that, it becomes worse. Okay, so you like mo most people are like, oh, this Muslim is telling us that hey, actually it's actually nice and peaceful and lovey-dovey if you don't do the work. But when you do the work, it's the peaceful lovey-dovey oh, parts away. that all go away, and the horrible parts oh, become yeah, actually ten times more horrible. Right, we'll, we'll that's go closing from, from, from no, 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 talking, no, no, if you guys no, want to no, do closing okay, statements, yeah, it looks like yeah, we're going yeah, back into dialogue now. Otherwise, I, I want to yeah, give yeah, it to okay. Perfect Dawa and then T Jump before we go into the last questions. Well, we're I already did mine. That was my previous statement. You got it. Perfect, Awa. Any last in 60 seconds? Uh, not uh, upset much. So I just uh, say very fast after this, I go live on my channel. And those who would like to ask me questions from audience, they can uh, join my channel and ask me. I will be live right after here. I can barely hear you. But okay, with that, we're going to go into the q and want to say, folks, if you happen to have a question, type it into the YouTube live chat at Modern Day Debate with at Modern Day Debate. Otherwise, if you do a super chat, we read those first. Here we go. Pineapple Platymus, thank you very much, says, Does Islam have a version of, quote, turn the other cheek, unquote, when someone hits you, such as, like, what Jesus said? Why did Jesus not promote self-defense? Um, I, I have, don't uh, believe that uh, 
such a things exist in Quran. Uh, Islam says that you have the right to defend yourself. Of course, as I said beginning, it is as the last option, not the first option. You have to try all other options. And if there is no any other way, then uh, you have the right to uh, defend yourself. And uh, that's the uh, Quran encourages us in many uh, places that fight against oppressors. Okay. So, Brother Rashid, if you would like to respond. Or... Um, yes, as uh, Muji also said that uh, the Islam is not a pacifist, a pacifist religion. It's not a pacifist. It's not pacifist. Uh, it's uh, it has verses within it that legitimize, like for example, fighting against people in self-defense. That's the only place that I would say that it legitimizes it go, becoming or, or waging war or going to war or something. It's in self-defense. However, when it comes to uh, how you do it, even within that uh, particular compound, it still has verses within it that uh, tell you how to act during those uh, horrible times. For example, when it says, that you're supposed to repel something that is evil with something that is good. And why is that? Then it would be that the, the, then the person between you and whom there is enmity, that that person will become to you like, Wali uh, Hamim uh, as the most trusted, confident, a very good and near friend to you. That is the moral of the Quran. You're supposed to repel evil with good. Uh, Quran's definition of evil, which is not our definition of evil, because I am evil based on the Quran. Okay. Well, also, also, yeah, the Quran's definition of evil. Like when, whenever you say like people promote you, go like, oh, look, the Quran says it's against evil. Yeah, like a lot of wholesome things are considered evil by the Quran. <laughs> so I don't think that's a very valid point. Uh, but also, if I want to answer the question, um, you know, as the story of Muhammad and the story of Jesus are similar in so many senses because both, they were both religious uh, rebels, like the people who rebelled against religious the religious authority. Their stories uh, are religious authorities at the time. Jesus' story um, ends with him being crucified. Uh, Moses, uh, Muhammad's story is him becoming it becomes victorious and starts a government. So naturally, uh, the stories that come out of Jesus's religion are less aggressive than the one the re religious rebel that managed to become successful and set up a government so it would make sense why one of them has more violence in it than the other one this one coming in from horatio c says salutations from romania i just want to thank you james for making this amazing channel and doing such a good job with it thank you for your kind words horatio c all credit to the speakers who are linked in the description right now so if you want to hear and learn more about their views folks you certainly can by clicking on their links below they said, it's the subscription that I always look forward to most on YouTube. Well, thanks so much. And passing all that credit to the speakers as they are the lifeblood of the channel and linked in the description box of the podcast as well. Kyrie Irving says, was Muhammad's marriage to Aisha justified within Islam? I think we uh, answered that question. <laughs> we said that uh, that never happened. If no. Would, okay. We said, we said that uh, it never happened. It's that that, that uh, nine years uh, or uh, six years old. If you would like, I can read the, the the story that she was 19 or 21 at the time. If you would like, I can. But it it take a little bit time. Okay, so I can read it more accurate. That it's historical. That when she was born, when she was um, she moved here, and uh, uh, I don't know if you have time to to uh, I read for you that. Just, just, just read the source, and I will read my source for why she was nine when Muhammad had sex with her, because this is my source. This is Sahih Bukhari, 
were recognized by uh, the vast majority of Muslims okay, as an yeah, authentic source yeah. of hadith. Um, okay. Yeah, Just um, give us the source. You don't that, need to that, read it. No, it is uh, uh, from different historical and hadiths. It's taken the, the, the timing, okay? What? For example, that she, her sister was 10 years older when she died and so on. And then the calculation become that uh, she was, uh, uh, what is it, 21 so, to yes. 21. Mujtaba, you realize what you're doing, okay? So what's happening is that the Muslims who want to act like her age was higher, they take a weird-ass calculations out of multiple hadiths that none of them okay. are referring to her age specifically, but they're trying to come up with a calculation that shows her as old, but they ignore the literal hadiths that all the hadiths that mention her age at the time of the consummation of marriage, they're ignoring that one, but they okay. want to do like a detective work and like, oh, like she was here at this time and they were at that time. And when she said, when she this was narrated, her age was this and she was not playing with the doll here and she was playing with the doll here. And all of this all of a sudden okay. works to all number right, now, of 19. Now, uh, let me, uh, they ask, uh, I think us, okay, B uh, birth date of uh, Mo uh, Prophet Muhammad's uh, 571 AD. Islam introduced when uh, he was 40 years old. Uh, 611, Prophet uh, preached Islam in Mecca 13 years. 40 plus 13 equal 53. Migration from Mecca to Medina in 624. Uh, Asma bin uh, uh, Abi Bakr, date of birth 595. Date, uh, sorry, death uh, 692, Mecca, Saudi Arabia. She died at uh, the age of uh, 97 years. Uh, the historian Ibn Khatir uh, and Ibn Askir cite uh, a tradition that Asma was 10 years older than Aisha. Let's include, uh, calculate now. Asma, uh, elder sister of Aisha, born in 595 AC, and Aisha born 10 years later uh, in 605. Islam revealed in 611. It means okay. Aisha was six years old at the introduction of Islam. Prophet uh, lived in Mecca 13 years, hence Aisha was 13 plus 6, 19 years Give us old. a conclusion. At the time. So the, the migrate took place in Mecca after two years of oh uh, migration. 19 plus 2 equal 21. So okay. this let me read now. This okay, okay. Let me, you, are going to, okay. you are going to read a, one story that she was uh, six years old. That's, that's a... No. Story, no, that's yeah. Sahih Bukhari. That's the most authentic um, source of I Islamic hadith that. in the whole, like, and yeah, it's yeah. multiple times in Sahih Bukhari and multiple times in Sahih Muslim. Let me read. You read yours. Let me read I mine. Know. Okay. Let me, let me, you let me read. I know you know. Yeah, let me read it for the audience. Mushtaba, yeah. I know you know. Let me read it for the audience. Okay. Yeah. This is Sahih Al Bukhari 5134, book 67, hadith 70. Okay. It yeah. says the, the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, okay, you like that? Married her when she was six years old and he consummated his marriage when she was nine years old. Hisham said, I have been informed that Aisha remained with the Prophet for nine years. Okay, so she, well, Aisha was 18 when the Prophet died. Okay, there are multiple versions of this hadith. Yes. If you want to question Sahih Bukhari, you have to literally get rid of 95% of Islam because Sahih Muslim and Sahih Bukhari is how Muslims know how to do the Hajj, how to do the Salat, how to okay, do the fasting, how to do yeah. everything. Okay, but My, I was answering we, the question. Yes, I was we went again back to the same, uh, you know, thing that we were saying that we don't 
reject everything. Okay, we reject those that uh, you know are just uh, you don't like. No, 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 not that, <laughs> not that. Those who, those that are not accurate. Okay, and uh, uh, what is it? Rashid as well said that not all of them, even uh, themselves. You pick uh, and choose. Uh, I understand. No, even even uh, all scholars say, uh, say that not all of the hadiths there are uh, authentic. This one they approve. This is one. This is in those, one of those books. Um, that they this one. For me, for my uh, my answer, my response uh, for me to that is that I don't accept that particular hadith or those uh, things based on the Quran because the Quran for it for marriage in order for marriage to be uh, to be valid uh, between a, a woman and a woman there needs to be rushed as that is a requirement of the Quran. There needs to be uh, a person who is who has reached an age of... Uh, not true. The Cor- gotta, Rashid, you're, you're not... the last word, and then we've got to go to the next one because we have so many questions. That's not true. The Quran says you can marry children. The Quran says you can marry children. No, it doesn't. This okay, one doesn't. is from Aaron Johnson. says, for both, please read Quran 4735, which I've got right here. I can read it for you. It says, so be not faint-hearted and do not cry for peace. You shall prevail. Allah is with you and will not bring your works to naught. Uh, I didn't understand very well. Uh, Brother Rashid, you understood? Yeah, yeah, I know. I understood what you mean. He's talking about the verse that says, Wala tahinu wala tahizanu wa antumul a'la wala tadi'u ila silmi wa antumul a'la. Is the don't call towards uh, which people translated as, uh, as peace, but uh, that actually means more submission. I don't know why he said peace, to be honest, why it says peace. It says sil, that's pretty much submission. It says don't call it to share the same that, root uh, as peace. Salama has the same root as peace. Though. Yeah, but that word sil with the, with the, with, with the kasra, and uh, it doesn't actually mean peace. Uh, it means more submission. So mm-hmm. it don't call towards being submitted, you know, while you have the upper hand. So okay, uh, next, we, next one, next super chat. By the way, can I just say Mujtaba and Rashid are better, are good people? This is why they don't accept Islam. Like, I don't want to, I'm not attacking Mujtaba and Rashid. I'm attacking I Islam. Islam. Yeah. They are, they are, I think their interpretation of Islam is probably the best interpretation of Islam that there is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be in from. Do appreciate your question. XXWLZXX says, you can't pick and choose which hadiths you want to follow. It's either Sahih and authentic or it's not. Otherwise, you can pick and choose all you want. Okay, uh, I can respond to that. Even um, Bukhari that you say uh, is um, yeah, authentic and so on, he uh, collected, as he said, 600,000 hadiths. And as he said, which I don't believe at all, that he memorized 300,000 fabricated hadiths. How can he memorize all these hadiths? That's another question. And he threw away all of them. He just kept 7,000 of them. And I do not accept just because he said these are authentic, I do not accept. I have to look up Quran and see if it contradicts Quran because I am the one who must answer uh, God uh, in the judgment day. If I follow Bukhari and say, oh, this hadith that says kill apostate, apostate, and I go kill Armin, I am the one who must answer God, not uh, Bukhari. Okay, he answered, of course, for himself, but for not for me, okay? Because then Allah says that I never told you in Quran that you can go and kill people uh, just because of their beliefs, okay? Just, I have said it many times, that fight those who fight you, okay? And uh, those um, army is just fighting me with words, and I'm fighting him with words. That's all. 
Okay, so I I I can choose hadiths because I am the one who respond, but I don't pick up and choose from Quran. And all everyone agree that there are hundreds of thousands of fabricated hadiths. Everyone agreed in that. Okay, yes, please. Yes, and uh, as for as for my opinion on that is that even if you look at all hadiths were particularly selected selected by people choosing. So when Bukhari, for example, classified as a hadith as being sahih or authentic, he classified them according to his own terms. So he set the terms, the different criteria that are required for a hadith to pass as sahih according to his own. That's why, for example, you have hadiths which Bukhari rejected, rejected and called, uh, called fabricated, but sahih Muslim considered them authentic. This one coming so in from he, Ronald Mendonca says, see how much peace religion brings? I don't know if they just mean because you guys are disagreeing in debate or if they mean something else. Hey, we don't, we don't, we're not fighting. We're just disagreeing. By the way, this is a very good point to bring up here, okay? Um, we are, like, I am a very much anti-Islam, but I am very much pro-Muslim, okay? I am, the, the, the problem that we have is just disagreement over ideology. Like, we don't, I don't, we we want the best for each other. I like Rashid. I like Mushtaba as as people. I just disagree with their ideology. In the same way that a Muslim could be very much anti atheism because they love atheists because they feel like, hey, atheists are going to go to hell. That's what. And I love atheists. I don't want to go to hell, so I'm anti atheism. So you could be anti atheism without being anti atheist. Uh, in the same way, I'm anti Islam without being anti Muslim. So this is not a. I I hope like Rashid and Mushtaba consider like could consider like me friend even though they disagree with me would you guys be able to consider me a friend even though we passionately disagree with each other of course we are we are human beings and uh, we disagree uh, on things and we are not uh, uh, enemies as long as we uh, dis- uh, talk okay and we don't attack each other that's uh, that's great okay so yeah, yeah yeah and then and then i have to tell you that According to me, you are not going to hell just because you are, you, you are a disbeliever, okay? This one coming in from... Well, thank you. Appreciate your question. XXWLZXX says, why, why reject the Hadiths when the Quran itself was compiled in the same way as the Hadiths? Also, 90% of Islam is in the Hadith. Without it, it's pointless. Okay, we... we yes, uh, because I think we answered that, okay? Um, uh, uh, to that question, no, uh, the Quran was not compiled in the same way as the Hadith. You can look at all the history books that you want. The Quran was never compli- compiled in the same way as Hadiths were, if you look at the history even outside it. And if someone disagrees with me, if I mean you disagree with that, that the Quran was compiled in the same way as Hadiths, you are allowed to make that claim, but then I would need to see your sources, please. This one coming up. Well, I mean... A okay. follow-up question. Then, they say Allah destines people for hell, and they say Quran seven, verse one seventy-nine. Uh, do because I have to read the verse. Okay, uh, brother Rashid, do do you I have can, that? I can read yeah. it out loud if you'd like. Yes, please. They said, "Quote and certainly we have created for hell many of the jinn and mankind. They have hearts with which they fail to understand, and they have eyes with which they fail to see, and they have ears." with which they fail to hear. They are like cattle, indeed, even more astray. Such are utterly heedless. <clears throat> okay, if I would like to, if I answer that one, I say that, again, you cannot take one verse of Quran and say 
that's all okay uh, it is um, always about oppressors okay those who do bad deeds and allah even says that <clears throat> if you avoid um, major bad deeds i forgive your minor bad deeds okay so allah is just uh, i read for you that allah only um, uh, invites you to do good deeds all right as long as you do good deeds uh, you are fine uh, brother rashid if you would like to ask. Yes, I mean, if, uh, if you look at that verse specifically, I mean, when it says, that it's saying, yes, we brought forth many uh, people from, um, many from among the peoples who are going to hell, that it doesn't mean that God brought them, you know, or, or created them for the purpose of going to hell. No, it says, that's why it says later on, that they have hearts which they do not understand with. So it's saying that these people are, it, that God did give them hearts, he did give them eyes, he did give them minds to think, but they're not using those minds, those hearts. So for that reason, so he uh, he, uh, he compares them to cattle, not to say that they're exactly like cattle, but it's just it's just a metaphorical speech that it, it is being referenced here. It's not exactly, but it's just saying that the reason why is it's a, it's a more like a statement that the reason why they are going there is because of what they have done, that Allah did give them these faculties to use, but they did not use them in the right way. So that's no, the, Rashi, the The verse makes it, the, if you read the verse, even it makes it clear that there's something fundamentally wrong with the heart itself. It's not just based on their action. It says no. God, God himself curses your heart and hardens your heart. That's not the him, verse. Doesn't come I mean, there are. But I mean, that's the verse he read. I was just commenting on that verse. This one coming in from Sheikh Spear says, Perfect Dawah, do you interpret the Quran in Arabic or English? If in English, how can you be sure it's an accurate translation? And why in English, if in Arabic, it makes more sense? Um, actually, uh, I, I do... Uh, from Arabic as well, uh, and I uh, and English as well. I even check the Persian. I check different <clears throat> interpretation and different, um, you know, translation. <clears throat> and if uh, <clears throat> sometimes if I there are verses that I <clears throat> I'm not so sure about uh, understanding of them, so I ask those who are uh, better uh, than me. And sometimes even <clears throat> Brother Rashid knows I uh, contact him. And there are uh, there is another brother <clears throat> who speak Arabic, and uh, we discuss certain verses, and um, we uh, come to to the conclusion. And uh, yes, is based on their reading <clears throat> are the verses in the Quran that tells you to cut the hands of the thieves, or don't? Okay, or uh, if you, if you want, no, just uh, say so. No, sorry, what? Well, once again, are, just say so. No, based on your understanding, are the verses? Are, are, is there a verse in the Quran that tells you that? In it, the person who steals, you have to cut their hands. Yes or no? Abs absolutely not. Okay. Oh absolutely not. Okay. Uh, if you want, I can I can prove you. If we want, I can prove you okay. right. Maybe no, we can have a stream later. Uh, yes. yes. Because if you want, I can prove you. No, no, no. I think Tijanop is going to kill murder us if he continues. <laughs> sorry, Tijan. Sorry, sorry, Tom. <laughs> you have heck you only have a couple more questions left and then we'll get you guys out of here thank you guys for being it's been almost two hours already he says if scott scottis the supreme court of the united states makes christian sharia legal will it be just as bad as islam sharia i guess that assumes that you think that islam sharia would be bad for the muslims i uh, am what are your thoughts would it be we'll let both sides speak 
Um, I'm I'm just I don't know. I think Islam in power is more dangerous than Christianity in power. However, I think right now in the, in the world that we're living, uh, because Christianity is in the position to affect uh, the world superpower, um, it potentially could cause. Even though inherently Islam is more da- damaging, um, in effect, Christianity is having more of a global influence and could be causing a lot more harm so for example just the idea of how christians see climate effects of climate change the fact that it changes their view on climate change is affecting the world globally um i can't i can't imagine religion having a positive effect on that view or christianity affecting people's um you know global politics and therefore our united states foreign policy the way people vote on that so the fact that what united states does changes everything in the world i think the negative uh, effects of christianity might be f- uh, felt by more people because countries that are islamic um have less access to economic resources and can change the world less than countries that are christian right now you got it this one coming in from rocky shepherd says is it okay to marry a six-year-old and consummate it rashid or dawa I think you guys kind of already answered that, but we have answered that. Yes, we have answered that. I think we don't need to answer again. <clears throat> this one coming okay. in from Luigi Santoriello says, "If all Muslims were peaceful and honorable like Muji and Rashid, this would be a way better world." I don't know if that's a compliment or a backhanded compliment. Thank you, thank you. We uh, we, we, we hope that we hope that everybody become. We we try. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. I think. Most Muslims are better than Islam, and most Christians are better than Christianity, and most Hindus are better than Hinduism, and the vast majority of Jews are better than Judaism. So, this is um, good. The good thing is that religion has not been able to successfully rob people's humanity. So that's a failure of religion, and you know, one point for humanity. This one I coming just, in from. Yeah, I just say fast that, that that's why I have this my channel, the Perfect Dawah, that uh, I'm trying to change that. People, yes. <laughs> Ophel Ian says, if anyone Muslim can what? decide, what sorry, an, an atheist republic, we're trying to get them away from religion. So check that out as well. My channel, <laughs> atheist republic. Okay, but sorry, go on. No worries. Sorry, this, James. This one from Ophel Ian says, if anyone Muslim can decide whether a hadith is correct or not, doesn't that promote Islamists to believe what is violent and act on that? To do that, I mean, do they have the right to do that? Sure, I mean, you have the right to do whatever you want, but then, uh, of course, there will be pushback. I mean, uh, um, there there will be people who will combat that. At the end of the day, I mean, I guess that can be said about anything. You have the right to to say whatever you want. So they have the right, yes, Um, but does that mean that it is true? That can be debated. I mean, we can go into discussions about whether that is true or not, but they, they have the right to say whatever they want. You got it, and This one coming in from Darth Revan says, last one, can you ask the Muslim side, if Islam is so peaceful, why did Muhammad die in a military raid on a village to the woman whose family he had just slaughtered? (laughs) This is also another fabricated um, hadith uh, as well. Okay, that's uh, what I can say right away. I heard he would die from poisoning. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) I, I, there are many stories out there, but uh, uh, this one is uh, is quite uh, funny, even to me. Um, Which one but, is it true? And the poisoning one is true? <laughs> according to you guys? There has, yeah. hasn't been such a thing. I don't care. I mean, it, whether he died by poison or he died by someone killing him, there were prophets who were killed before him. So that comes as 
and it doesn't uh, make his prophethood, you know, non-valid just because he was killed. You know, there were prophets who were killed before him. So, and we believe that that's in the Quran. I mean, could also testify to that. But so wasn't that, wasn't I mean, he poisoned by one of the women that he had murdered his family? No. So she was trying to get no. revenge. No, not that part. No. No, no, not at all. This one, actually, that's we. In terms of, uh, I want to get you guys out of here within two hours. So, I want to say thank you to our guests. We really do appreciate them. They're linked in the description, folks. If you want to hear more from them, if you want to learn their views, you certainly can by clicking on their links below. That includes at the podcast. So one last time, I'm going to do a quick post-credits show at the very end. So stick around for that. But in the meantime, thank you so much, Rashid, Perfect Dawa, T-Jump, and Armin. It's been a true pleasure to have you. Just, uh, I would like to say uh, fast something. Armin, if you would like, I can continue about hand chopping. If you would like, you can come to my channel right now. I will go there. Uh, come to my channel, Atheist Republic. But you are going live, live right now? Because I'm going oh, live right now. Oh, no. Oh, no, okay. I can't do it right now. But maybe later, yes. maybe later. Okay, later. But right now I'm going live. For those who would like to ask, um, I will be live. Uh, By the way, just to be clear, in, on Atheist Republic, we just don't, we don't do just Islam. Like we are like against, we stand against every religion. Islam, Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, like we cover them all. Zoroastrianism. So um, right now we're doing a lot on Hinduism, so. If you like, to yes, I would also, I would also uh, like to say that uh, um, I would like to uh, co converse with you. I mean, if it's possible, um, yeah, you know, be, uh, on the different verses that you put because there was no time. Uh, so I, Rashid, was I rude to you? At, uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you as a couple of times. Do you think I was rude to you at any point? Like I tried, like oh, no, sometimes. No, 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 okay. I mean, that's what happens in the debate. I mean, uh, okay, I, okay. I, I, I frankly prefer just to to dialogue and then you, you have time you ask me a question and get, and allow me to speak and answer the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, I should have I should have been more mindful. But you seem like a very nice guy. Like I hope you do, I didn't I make like you to, upset. Like to, no, no, I would like to uh, continue this discussion and then you can ask me about any verse that okay. has violence and I would have Let's do that. You would you come to, would you come to my channel? Would you come to my channel? Yeah. Anna, okay. Yes. Contact me. I would very much appreciate that. I would love to. I would love to have you there. Fantastic. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. I will be live right now. So I say goodbye, everybody. Thank you very much. Bye, thank, you thank got you. it. Thanks very Bye. much, gentlemen. I'll be back in a moment, folks, for a show, short post-credit scene letting you know about upcoming debates. So stick around and hit like in the meantime. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.